It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Big 12 Media Days. It is here, folks. I am live in Arlington, Texas. We're talking about that and also getting to your guys' questions on a Wednesday. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen today. Thank you to all of you who are everydayers with us here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Of course, I am coming to you guys live from Arlington, Texas. Uh, apologies for the not great backdrop. I'm doing this from my hotel room here in Arlington, but nonetheless, uh, thank you once again for joining us right here on your original daily podcast focused on all things BYU. I am going to be headed over to AT&T Stadium by the time most of you will probably have heard and or listened to this or watched it, however you happen to consume it, because we are available wherever you get your podcasts, also available on YouTube. So uh, looking forward to the day. It's going to be a big day, obviously. A lot of things going on. Brett Yormark scheduled to speak to the media, hoping to hear some interesting comments from him who knows what he'll have cooked up for uh, announcements and that type of stuff also looking forward uh, to getting some more intel on what's going on uh, with the media poll how do some of these other media members feel about BYU that's my favorite thing I think I'm going to experience from this honestly is being able to just kind of get in front of other media members I've had a chance to talk to digitally via the phone text message that type of stuff talk to them in person get their feel for how things are going uh, in the Big 12 and where they think BYU checks in obviously if we get a chance to talk with Kalani Sita as well as one of the other five players that are from BYU, they're going to be on site. We'll do that. Uh, we'll collect other audio and video if we can from other players with their thoughts on BYU guys from Kansas, if at all possible. Cincinnati, you guys, you guys know the drill. The best part about this, folks, is I can't do this without you guys. Now, uh, some of you uh, may understand the situation. Uh, I am uh, here with the Lockdown Podcast Network, and uh, I'm not going to lie; it, it's it's a pretty hefty endeavor to be able to do this. But uh, I've been lucky enough that. That some of the walking around money, as I call it, that I make off of this podcast, I've socked it away for years, literally now. My wife has made fun of me saying, when are you actually going to use that money? And I said, I was going to use it for a good cause. And the whole goal, honestly, was to be able to come to attend events like this. So I have cashed in some of my airline miles, obviously uh, put myself up in a hotel here. And uh, it, it, honestly, I, I want to thank all of you, first off, for your support of the podcast. It's why I'm able to do this. Like, I, I'm not going to get rich off this. I'm, not, I'm probably going to lose money on on it, frankly, but the best part about this is just an opportunity to show up, experience something for the first time. This is the first time BYU's been in the Big 12 media days. I know that there was some stuff going on last year because BYU had already accepted their invitation, but now they are officially in the conference. They play against these teams this fall and looking forward to hearing from the coaches, the players, the administrators, Brett Yormark and that type of stuff. The other part about this is I'm looking forward to is getting a better feel for how the conference is going to operate. Because uh, I'm not going to lie, my radio job, I've been very used to how the Pac-12 has operated. Obviously, many of you know that I work for the KSL Sports Zone in Salt Lake City, uh, producing the morning drive show for DJ and PK. And I feel like I have a pretty good feel for how the Pac-12 operates 
not great, but they, I feel I have a feel for how they operate as a conference. But the nice part about this is it gives me an opportunity to come down here and get a better feel for how the pack, uh, not the pack, the Big Twelve operates. Understand some of how uh, these administrators like to do things, line up interviews. Hopefully, like I said, get to know a certain folks in other media markets. That type of, it's all it's all a goal here uh, to build up relationships because this is BYU's new conference home. And as so long as I'm doing this podcast and I plan to do it for years to come, obviously those relationships are going to be very, very important for myself to continue to foster those and build relationships. We actually have a number of our Big 12 hosts on site. I know that Locked On Cougs, speaking of Houston, will be here. Locked On, uh, let's see. What else we have? Oh, Locked On TCU is going to be here with Stephen Simcox. A few other uh, ones will be uh, coming through as well. Uh, a good friend of the podcast, former host of Locked On Big 12, Josh Neighbors, you know, host Neighborhood Watch, is going to be on site as well. So we have to sit down with him and get some of his thoughts on how things are going for him. I know a number of you have reached out about Locked On Big 12 status, and honestly, I don't really have an update for you guys on that, but I know I'm rambling here, but the bigger thing is, is this is just a huge opportunity. This is a, a first of its kind thing for BYU football and looking forward to seeing uh, how they feel about things. Obviously try to get some updates from Kalani Sitake about uh, how they may, uh, uh, uh approach their the last remaining scholarships i believe that they've held a few in reserve going into the season they obviously were holding those in case transfer portal additions uh were still going to come into byu and it's not out of the realm of possibility that they could do that northwestern for example with uh, their head coach pat fitzgerald getting fired every single one of the players on northwestern's roster can enter the transfer portal in the next 30 days and leave the school without penalty whatsoever it's going to absolutely decimate what i feel like would be the wildcats unless they have an interim head coach who can uh, keep those guys by and large in the program. But uh, there could be a player, too, that pop up on that side of things and maybe make a late addition if you're BYU. But we're getting really close to the start of the season, folks. We're now 52 days away from BYU beginning of the season. 50 days is just a couple of days away Friday. So it, it's getting really real, and I am very very excited about this. The other part about this is this is a huge opportunity for the Big 12. You can't tell me that Brett Yormark was not thinking ahead when he scheduled Big 12 media days for what they were. Because what was last night? The MLB All-Star Game. What's happening the next two days? A whole lot of nothing. The NBA Summer League, and that's about it on the sporting calendar. Now, there's some other soccer stuff going on, obviously, Real Salt Lake, but in the local Utah market is what I'm speaking of. But there's not a lot going on nationally, and the Big 12 will actually become a talking point, bigger maybe than they would have otherwise with some of the other uh, conference media days would maybe taking precedence had they held it at another time. We all know the SEC dominates the Big 10, obviously takes its own headlines. This is a great great slot for the pack. I keep saying the pack. I got the pack 12 on my brain apparently, but the big 12, it's a great slot for them to come in, dominate the news cycle for the next 48 hours. Cause they're going to be all over ESPN and the various uh, media channels. They're down here. I know the Longhorn networks down here, BYU TV's down here, Fox sports. There's a whole litany of different people. I think upwards of, they said at least 300 media members. I guess maybe more than 350 media members will be milling around yours truly included amongst that bunch and very much looking forward to the day honestly and like i said i'm kind of rambling here just kind of talking about this but i i'm excited this is the part about this I, I i am lucky enough to be here in dallas texas specifically arlington uh texas i'm going to be over at at&t stadium the jarrah world as they call it obviously the home of the dallas cowboys getting to see that obviously in all of its glory and uh 
it's just going to be a really, really fun day. So looking forward to plenty of coverage. Keep it uh, hooked up on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Locked on Cougars. Bring as much as we can live on scene. Obviously, we'll be doing podcasts uh, from probably my hotel room. Maybe if I can find a, a quiet spot there in AT&T Stadium. I've got my equipment. It's all mobile. That's why it doesn't have the same backdrop and everything. I, I've got my mobile uh, recording gear with me, but that's the best part about this is a huge opportunity for BYU and very much looking forward uh, to the coming day and uh, two days. Actually, I know the BYU scheduled to speak today, but I'm going to be sticking around. They originally said that the big 12 media days were going to both all 14 teams are available, be available both days. Maybe that still is the case, but BYU specific schedule uh, has them scheduled out for today. And obviously we'll bring in any and all information that we possibly can muster from Big 12 Media Days. All right, coming up here in just a minute, I requested that you guys send in some questions yesterday as I was hanging around my hotel room, which I'm still in right now. Uh, we'll get to those momentarily and talk a little bit about what you guys want to talk about. And then later on, we're talking about a trio of games in the 2019 season that uh, really set BYU up for uh, what we thought was going to be a pretty stellar run to finish the season. And we'll talk about uh, how it all unfolded coming up here in just a moment. Now, first a word on our friends over at FanDuel. FanDuel's been working for a few months now. The best part is if you want to take your first swing at betting on Major League Baseball, the All-Star game was last night. You can get ready for this Friday when they resume the season. You can get 10 times back your first bet amount with our friends at FanDuel. That's up to $200 back in bonus bets. The best part is you bet $20, bucks, you land $200 back in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200 you can spend on betting from everything from the money line to the spread to the over-under. Who do you think is going to hit the first home run in the game you happen to be watching? It's all on an app that is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you can get paid out instantly. It's my favorite feature of FanDuel. You don't have to hit a reserve amount of money to get paid out. They will pay whatever you have won right away. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 back in bonus bets, all courtesy of your friends at FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started now. That's FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Thanks again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen today. Thank you to all of you who are everydayers with us here on the podcast. Hope you guys are all having a fantastic Wednesday, wherever you might be. Uh, but looking forward, obviously, to the Big 12. And coming up on tomorrow's show, kind of just a, a feeling of uh, the sights and sounds and hopefully an interview or two that I have been able to glean uh, from uh, from Big 12 Media Days. And looking forward to that. Man, I keep screwing up with that Pac-12 deal. But nonetheless, uh, looking forward to it all the same. So stay tuned for that on tomorrow's edition of the podcast. All right. Threw it on social media. Media uh, late yesterday after I arrived here in Arlington, requesting that you guys send in some questions that I could hopefully address. Had a few of you respond with some good questions. Let's get to those real quick here. We're going to start off uh, with one here that I think is actually a pretty good one, and that's uh, Nick Lee. Said uh, Nick is obviously a good friend of ours. He's actually a, a regular host of Locked On Seahawks on the NFL side of things on the Locked On Podcast Network. So if you are a Seahawks fan, check out Nick's work. But he asked this: What's the one stat you will look for besides point per game allowed that will tell you whether or not the B 
BYU defense has improved in 2023? That is a fantastic question, Nick, honestly. And I think it's the, the honestly, I'm not saying the sack rate, but I, they call it disruption. And what it is, is it's a metric that uh, I think it totals uh, QB hurries, tackles for loss, sacks, essentially everything that happens in the backfield. I don't know if it's disruption they call it. I don't know. It might be havoc, whatever it is. There's a metric out there that I, I, I subscribe to. It, it's just a metric that shows you how effective your team is at getting into the backfield and making plays. Like I said, whether that's sacking the quarterback, stripping the ball, tackling a running back behind the line of scrimmage, uh, forcing a quarterback to get rid of the ball early with a QB hurry, hitting the quarterback also factors into this. BYU defense we all know this over the past few seasons has been far too passive in its pass rush they have really said you know what we're going to uh, rush three drop it if we get home and get a sack great but we're not going to give up anything deep on us the problem was teams could dink and dunk and then pick you apart and they really did that last season in particular and it absolutely crippled BYU's chances in so many games I go back to the Arkansas game that one was just absolutely miserable they scored on eight straight possessions folks way too passive from BYU's defense the one thing Jay Hill has promised coming into BYU is he has promised that he is going to absolutely bring the heat off the edge he hopes to get home with four guys in his new alignment for BYU it's going to be a kind of a hybrid 4-3-4-2-5. Heck, he may even go with a three-down lineman uh, set in certain circumstances. He All he cares about, speaking of Jay Hill, is he wants to cause disruption for the opposing offense. He doesn't want a quarterback to sit back there and pick BYU apart. That was something that we have seen far too often recently for BYU. So th- that metric, I, I, I forget what the title of it is. It might be Havoc. It might be dis- Disruption. It's essentially it's the total plays that BYU's players in, are, are making out there on defense by making plays in the backfield is it a perfect stat no but no stat is absolutely perfect that's the best part about this is you can uh kind of rip uh stats up ways and down and sideways and make it fit whatever your narrative is and i know that some of you think that i have been far too harsh on guys like aloisi tuyaki in the past and so be it but this is my thought process is that byu needs to be better about rushing the quarterback and that's something that jay hill has absolutely said that will he will have his team be better at than previous iterations of this BYU defense because he says he refuses to have that death by a thousand paper cuts. He's not going to allow a team to just uh, continue to keep that defense out there and wear them out. That's the other thing about this. You could look at the time of possession and the overall amount of plays and possessions that BYU had in an individual game offensively. And typically they have been far less than the opposing team because the opposing teams have held onto the ball longer, thereby getting more plays, more possessions and more opportunities to score. So it's going to be very, very critical for BYU to make plays and to just make the make havoc. I guess well, I'll call, I'm going to call it havoc. Wreak havoc in the backfield. Strip the ball out. Make tackles for loss on running backs. Make the quarterback uh, have jumpy, get, get that happy feet. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You want to make them think that there are ghosts. Those are the terms they use when they see, see are seeing ghosts out there because they're not 100% certain where anything's coming from. That's what BYU's goal needs to be. So b- great question, Nick, and hopefully – it addresses it for you. All right, next one. Linda Murray, what do they have planned for the players the next two days? Frankly, Linda, uh, they are doing what they call the ESPN car wash, but doing it with far more people than just ESPN. They have got like 30-minute blocks for live radio, 30-minute block with ESPNU on TV. There are There's press conference out in the main part where they're going to address the media that are sitting there, print media uh, most notably. They're going to talk with Fox Sports, BYU TV, Longhorn Nation, uh, not Longhorn Nation, Longhorn Network. They're going to be uh, out there and 
just being in front of the cameras as much as possible. Like I said, there's gonna be live radio work. Uh, my station, the KSL Sports Zone, is here. We'll have a spot on Radio Row. Uh, they'll obviously have live broadcasting. I would encourage you guys to check it out at 97.5 FM. Also available on 1280 AM if you're interested in that. But it, essentially, they are gonna be front and center talking about the season upcoming. Obviously, you're gonna be, be lobbed some softballs. Other people may ask them some pretty pointed questions about how things are looking. Uh, I'm sure the BYU players are going to get asked, do you feel like you're comfortably being picked 11th in the in the Big 12? And all, all, valid, all valid questions. And that's the thing about this is it is it's an absolute car wash. They are going to be in front of the cameras a lot and obviously be answering a lot of the same questions repetitively. One thing I'm very much looking forward to, they actually announced this yesterday officially, they're having what they're called a kids reporter uh, part of it where uh, younger children, I think they're like, sound like 9, 10 years old, they're going to be kid reporters. They're going to go around and talk to these players and it's going to be on camera. It's a, it's a phenomenal product because these young kids, they have no inhibitions about asking anything and they always seem to get good answers out of these young men as well. So looking forward to that. And it's not any different for any other uh, player that's any, any of those other big 12 schools. All these players and coaches coming down here, they have got their days packed and it's going to be busy, 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 but looking forward to it all the same. All right. Final question that came in before I was able to record this uh, comes from our good friend, Nick Chadwick, Nicholas Chadwick at Nick Chadwick 15 says, what is your go-to smoked meat of choice? I am also by the, and he also says this also, I'm taking my boy to the Kansas game. How about we go try out some of that KC BBQ and they are so proud of, well, Nick, I will take you up on the offer to go get some of that KC BBQ. I'm going to be out at that Kansas game as well. It's another thing I'm able to do as a result of your guys' support of this podcast. It, 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 I, I, I cannot thank you guys enough for believing in the product. Honestly, it, it just it gives me chills that thousands of you truthfully think it's worthy of your time. So thank you for the support. But yeah, we'll go out and try that KCBQ, Nick. But to your question, what is my go-to smoked meat of choice? I'm not going to lie. I'm a brisket guy. First and foremost, I, I love a good smoked brisket. Now, brisket can be ruined pretty quickly. We all know that Lincoln Riley, that awful picture that exists on social media to this day of that brisket that he supposedly cooked and uh, pretty much killed the cow three times over, but uh, brisket is my number one. Number two, maybe a little bit controversial for you guys, but I'm a big fan of smoked turkey, and uh, it's phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. Now, turkey to me, uh, typically not a huge fan. I'm a guy who would prefer to have ham on Thanksgiving. I know that that's going to probably piss off a bunch of you that are watching and or listening to this, but that's kind of what I love. But smoked turkey, particularly, I'm a huge fan. And, uh, they're not a sponsor of this at all. Bam Bam's Barbecue in Orem, Utah. They have have an incredible smoked turkey. I've actually had them make me multiple smoked turkeys for my Thanksgivings because it's the only turkey I enjoy. So I love smoked turkey. I'm a big fan of pulled pork. Uh, ribs, when done right, are absolutely phenomenal. I guess I'm, uh, let's put it this way. I'm an equal opportunity barbecue lover. I also am a big fan of jalapeno sausage. Uh, those, you know, the smoked sausages, obviously. And planning to get some barbecue while I'm down here in Texas. Looking forward to that. I had Torchy's Tacos for uh, dinner last night. One of my favorite places. When I get down here to, to the state of Texas, I love going to Torchy's Tacos. So a lot of good eats down here, but I will be getting some barbecue, but I will take you up on that offer, Nick. Uh, we'll hopefully meet up in KC and obviously enjoy some of that Kansas City barbecue and see if it compares, uh, truthfully, uh, to Texas barbecue, because in my opinion, Texas barbecue is a number one on my list. All right. 
Coming up here in just a minute, we are going to wrap up today's show with another look back at games in BYU's 155 games of independent era. Talk about a trio of games here that I think kind of go together because it, it gave, I think, a lot of BYU fans in 2019 uh, some, and yours truly, I'll include myself in this conversation, uh, it gave us all kind of a false sense of hope for BYU finishing up the 2019 season. We'll talk exactly what happened and how it uh, kind of set things up here in just a moment. First word on our friends over at Perry Homes. Of course, whether you're looking for your first home, you're ready to upgrade to your dream home, Perry Homes has a house for you. For 50 years, Perry Homes is Utah's premier home builder with communities throughout the state. They have many communities, home designs, and price points to help meet your needs. Perry Homes has beautiful communities in Davis, Salt Lake, Tooele, and Utah counties. They also have multiple communities in Washington County near St. George as well. They're offering over 50 unique homes, home designs from Ramblers to two stories to townhomes as well. No matter what you guys are looking for, they can help you guys out. That's what I love about what our friends at Perry Homes are, are doing. And they're also offering generous financing incentives through their preferred lender right now as well. I mean, even though the interest rates are out of control, they want nothing more than to help you guys out as much as possible on that side of things as well. So visit PerryHomesUtah.com to see what's new in Utah's finest neighborhoods. That's PerryHomesUtah.com to learn more now. For 50 years, Utah has been coming home to Perry Homes. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars a part of your routine. Hope you guys are having a fantastic hump day out there. Uh, obviously, like I said, I will be bringing you plenty, plenty of coverage uh, from Big 12 Media Days. Uh, just another quick plug. If you have not done so already, please continue to enter to win that signed Jaron Hall football. I don't have it with me here in Texas, but our grand prize, if you're a subscriber to the show, you can email us, lockedonbyu at gmail.com is the email address. Show that you're subscribed. Take a screenshot on you, of you being subscribed on YouTube. Let us know. And by the way, even if you plan on listening to the podcast forever in the regular podcast format, please go subscribe on YouTube. Just send us a screenshot of where you're subscribed to the show and you're entered to win. I've got other BYU swagger me throwing in with that. I've got a, a media day polo. Uh, not was media day polo. It was a media golf event polo that I'm going to offer up. I've got some other BYU swag. I've been having hang around my house. I'm going to be uh, happy to ship out to you guys. So if you guys want to enter to win that locked on BYU at gmail.com is the email address. All right. Uh, before we go on today's show, continue our look back at all these games in BYU football history. Now, BYU in 2019 faced off against the Liberty Flames for the first time in both of these programs' history. Obviously, Liberty, similar to BYU in the fact that it is a private religious institution, and they've been hoping to play BYU for years. Now, Liberty came in and gave BYU a really, really good fight in this game. Uh, Baylor Romney started this game. There was some hope uh, coming in that Zach Wilson was getting closer to returning from that broken thumb that he had earlier on in the 2019 season against Toledo, but it was not clear to play in this game. But Baylor Romney had a phenomenal performance. 23 of 33, 262 yards. Also, let's also note that uh, Jaron Hall was unavailable in this game. They held him out due to precautionary reasons because of the concussion uh, symptoms that popped up in that Utah State win. Uh, but uh, BYU went out and handled their business in this game. Like I said, Liberty didn't make it easy. BYU tallied. Uh, Let's see. It was was it? Oh yeah, it was uh, twenty. Uh, excuse me, twenty four of their thirty one points in the first three quarters. But Liberty was hanging right with him, and it was just a dogfight down to the end. But BYU got got the job done. 
Baylor Romney, like I said, passes for the three touchdowns, getting BYU that victory. And all of a sudden, it felt like, okay, BYU is now five and four. They got to get one more win to get to bowl eligibility. And all of a sudden, things were uh, feeling a lot better about BYU. Well, the following week, they're going to face off against Idaho State. That's an easy six to win. They're the FCS opponent. They're coming in here. You're supposed to pummel them. Well, Zach Wilson finally returned to the lineup against uh, Idaho State, and he ended up at 19 of 31, 187 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. By far not his best performance in a BYU uniform, but this was the perfect game to reinsert him into the lineup and let him get his feet wet once again, get back to trusting uh, that thumb. Siona Finau had a phenomenal game in this one, 102 yards and one touchdown. Micah Simons had 76 yards receiving. BYU just absolutely ran roughshod over Idaho State and clinched bowl eligibility. So for the second straight year, after it looked like earlier on in that season, there were shades of what was happening in 2017 all over again where BYU had righted the ship uh, and obviously got themselves rolling once again and then they went uh, back east they went to face off against the UMass Minutemen and BYU this was a crazy game because if you remember this game was on was it NESN and you had to have like a subscription to like maybe two places to be able to watch it people were using all kinds of pirate sites uh, to watch it but this will be forever known as the Jackson McChesney game now Jackson many of you know in multiple circumstances came in and had these like uh, cameo starring performances for BYU, but then would get injured. Well, he had his finest performance in a BYU uniform because he's had a freshman record for BYU running for running for 228 yards and two touchdowns in this game. BYU racked up 56 points and route to a 56 to 24 win. Uh, if you remember, they scored 40, Excuse me. Wow. Wow. That was not good. Uh, 42 of their 56 points came in the second quarter alone. And BYU just cruised to a win. Uh, UMass did not score until the third quarter when this game was completely decided. It was 49 to nothing at halftime. It was absolutely insane. In the second quarter alone, Lopini Katoa touchdown run. Talon Shumway touchdown pass. Lopini Katoa touchdown pass from Zach Wilson. Jackson McChesney, 44-yard run. Gunnar Romney, 18-yard pass from Zach Wilson. Leva Hefo, 5-yard run. Just absolute domination for BYU. And suddenly, Suddenly, BYU was sitting at seven and four. And I remember thinking after this game in particular against UMass, I'm like, hey, Jackson McChesney's blowing things up. Zach Wilson, like he's back to being who Zach Wilson's supposed to be. How good could BYU be uh, in the back half of this season? Could they go and finish up the season with a win over San Diego State, get themselves to eight and four, and then really get tuned up for a trip to the Hawaii Bowl, uh, which we will talk about. We'll talk about both of those games over the next two days because uh, after the highs of those three wins we just talked about over Liberty, Idaho State, and UMass, obviously you're thinking, okay, they've righted the ship. These are not murderers row of opponents. We all know this, but BYU's got to be feeling pretty good about themselves. And then came the debacle that was the season finale at San Diego State. And we will talk about that on tomorrow's edition of Locked on Cougars. So until then, have a great rest of your day, my friends. Hope you guys are all doing great. I'm headed over to Big 12 Media Days. Cannot wait to be there. And a big thank you once again for making Locked on Cougars your first listen today. Hope you guys will also make sure you check out uh, wherever also all the information on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Search out Locked on Cougars. And once again, thank you for being everyday with us right here on Locked on Cougars. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. The 
NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.